0: Welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Launch. This is our 28th episode since we started this, which is insane to me. Um, Today, Alyssa and I are going to chat with you guys about a year in review, um, as well as starting a podcast in a pandemic. We've got lots of tips and tricks for you uh, around that. And yeah, so but before we get started, how are you doing, Alyssa? daily check-in.
1: I know, daily check-in. Well, it's weird because we haven't had daily check-ins because you've been in quarantine, but we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, today is the Saturday of the Easter long weekend. That's when we're recording this. It's uh, April 3rd today. So it's nice to have a long weekend. Yesterday, um, I think Dakota and I had equally productive days of sleeping and eating chips and snacks. (laughs) Um, because I think it was it was necessary for both of us to have a a really good Friday of uh, just being um, lazy and unproductive. But uh, yeah, it's nice to. I mean, it's a great weekend here today. So I think I'm gonna yeah. go for a walk today. And like something about the spring just makes like makes your mind open a little bit. It's more positive. The days are longer. Like it's just, it just seems like a whole new world.
0: Oh my God, Kate. So this is the second time in the last two months that I've been in quarantine and I don't want to, I'm not going to name anybody or like say really what happened or go into details. All I'm going to say is one of my very close friends caught the virus. Um, and it was shocking to us all because she's not really someone who you would think would catch the virus because she takes really good care of herself, but we had gone out for the first time in forever Um, for beers. We we had like not seen a lot of people before that because I was actually sick. So I was in quarantine anyway.
1: Non-COVID sick.
0: Yeah. 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 I had tested negative, but I had a lot of the symptoms, which was weird. So anyway, that's a whole other bag of stuff. But um, yeah. So anyways, she had to give uh, AHS the numbers of everybody she'd hung out with in the last 72 hours. And she also had the variant. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah. So I had to be tested twice. Uh, and I just got my second test back, and I'm negative, thank goodness. But anyways, I've been locked, like literally locked in my house for ten days, not allowed to go further than my property line, thanking my lucky stars that I have a yard to hang out in because let me tell you, like for those of for those who are locked in an apartment around the world or have a bad situation at home, um, this was honestly the first, well, I mean, when I was sick, I stayed home as well, but like I still, would go for walks and stuff just because I was allowed. Yeah. This, this time around, when you're a close contact, you are like legally made to stay in your home um, for a certain period of time. And yeah. So anyways, shout out to all of my amazing network who came and like walked my dog and dropped off groceries for me. But yeah, you know what? If I was not in a good position or a good place mentally, uh, it, would have, it, would, it wouldn't be good. So I'm just really thankful that, uh, I have, I'm in a great position in life and I have a like place that I like to call home and everything, but at the same time, I won't lie. Like I still had moments where my mental health wasn't great.
1: Well, I think being, being forced to be in your house I don't think many of us understand that. Like, obviously we're all being responsible and staying home and all that just generally anyway, because of COVID, but we're not forced to stay in our house. And I think that takes on a whole other um, level of um, uh, uh, mental fortitude that I don't understand. Like, thankfully, I mean, my nephew had COVID. That's the only sort of um, close contact I've had with um, people having it but I haven't had any friends who've had it that I've had to then quarantine because of it so I'm really lucky that way but um I can't imagine having well and then you hear but then I mean I can't imagine being those people that are, have, are going home to Australia and have to quarantine for 14 days in a hotel room like that would be horrific as well I don't I mean yeah. there's just so many things I mean I don't know what you do with kids in a hotel room for well, 14 days either thing. and it's yeah and it's uh, yeah it's just unfortunate because we i'd like to think i'd like to see things getting better but they're not like alberta's back up to what we had 1300 cases yesterday and we have the highest percentage of variants in the country the variant virus in the country um, on testing and so i don't and then you go down 17th Ave, which is our kind of party, whatever, and bars are packed and people are jammed in and outside. And people were commenting that Edmonton yesterday on Jasper Avenue is just a gong show. And so oh I don't God. know. I mean, you just want to... I mean, for those of us that have been responsible and just done the sort of right things through all of this with like being like seeing people less or and, and following the rules of only seeing people outside and blah, 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 or whatever, and only going out to eat infrequently. And yet, and you just see people just flagrantly like miss, they're not following the rules and nobody seems to care. I don't know. I'm just sort of fed up with everyone. I'm fed up with people and people not just doing the right things and caring about other people. I think that's my biggest thing. What I've noticed through COVID that I mean, we should have a whole, podcast on COVID and whatever, but it's just amazing to me. I'm like, I don't care what you think about yourself, but for goodness sake, care about other people. Well, yeah, that's, that's the biggest, big. that's what I just have a hard time with humanity right now. It's like, just give a crap about other people. Honestly, yeah, 100%. it's not hard. Anyway. And I,
0: I can't say that I'm an angel. Like I've definitely, um, I, I've had my cohort, yeah,
1: uh, you know, there well, we have... live alone, so it's a little easier. Yeah. We're a little more, we have a little more luxury and, and, yeah. and leeway in that because we were both live alone. So we get a, yeah. more people in our cohort than we would if we had a family.
0: There are times I have to go see clients, and they're not in my cohort. And like, we just are very careful. We'll do like yeah. an outdoor meeting or something. And yes, you know, there have been a couple times over the last year that I've like gone to a restaurant or like maybe gone on a date, right? But I don't know. This was the first time that we kind of were like, oh, maybe we could like go sit on the patio somewhere. And I'm not going to say where. I don't even know where she got it. So weird because everyone she was with that weekend tested negative. So anyway, I am super jacked to be getting out of my house. And I just can't stop thinking about all the people who are in a really crappy position and having to quarantine. And I just... It just makes my work so much more fulfilling because I do work with organizations that support with that. So anyways, it this week kind of gave me purpose again. It was hard, but it gave me purpose. It gave me some of the purpose that I've been craving for some time now that I, that's been kind of lost. So trying to see the positive in that. And yeah. So anyway, but uh, without further ado, let's dive into this starting a podcast in a pandemic now that we've checked in on, our- <laughs> yeah, on ourselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Like, holy cow, what a ride. I can't believe it's been a year since we started Ladies Who Launch.
1: It it seems incredible that we are still doing this in, and having so much fun with it. And I think that's maybe one of the things that has really surprised and impressed me most is that for as much as we hang out anyway and talk anyway... We love this and we love that our, we love our, our podcast dates. And even though we end up shifting them around a lot in terms of calendars and stuff, yeah, it's so great to be able to, to talk about stuff that matters to us and that we're not tired of each other and that we can um, still be friends outside of a podcast and do this and still sort of push each other to to be better or to get things done or um, to to sort of get out of our comfort zone a little bit. I think that's been interesting. But yeah, I can't believe it's been a year. And yeah, we did literally start this in a pandemic. I mean, our first episode was the beginning of April, which is like when this will air, um, of of 2020. And it's amazing what we've learned and changed and adapted over the year as we've figured out what we wanted this to be, and how we've changed the focus and how we've we've changed ourselves and what we want to talk about, it's been yeah, as you said, it's been a crazy ride it really has,
0: and I, I'm not surprised because you and I are the type of people that when we start something and we're really passionate about it, we keep going no matter what but what what's been surprising to me and what I want to say thank you to everyone who's helped us along the way for is that we've had over seventeen hundred downloads. Um, we've got like a pretty decent following on social. Our following is very engaging or engaged with rather. Um, and we've created quite the little community, which um I am so unbelievably proud of. And yeah, like I just I can't I I'm just blown away by I mean, I kind of I saw it taking off because I knew that it was needed, but at the same time. A lot of the time, Alyssa and I just sit here and banter, and um, yeah, like I just want to thank everybody for for tuning in and subscribing and helping us get to where we are here. And we really are looking forward to to continuing um, with you guys and and bringing you even better content this year. So,
1: yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about what we have planned or what our ideas are for for twenty twenty one and and on. But the community, I find that's an interesting. Conversation because it's amazing to me how we have we have people reaching out to us now to want to be on the podcast. We have people reaching out to us to get their clients on the podcast. We have people um, who are emailing us or, or messaging us on social saying, um, "I love you guys," and um, I I love your topic or this resonated with me. It's, it's amazing it's amazing to see how we've sort of, and it's always women and it's always awesome women. And I'm, I think we're really, um, we're really excited and we're really, um, proud of the fact that we've created this place where women feel that they can have these conversations. And if we're talking about things, then maybe it's something they can bring up to their clients or their workplace that should be talked about. And, I kind of feel that, um, we found a nice groove with, we, when we first started this, I know that both of us felt very insecure and unsure about how much we should talk about our own businesses or clients or how things were going, um, in our, in our personal lives and how much we wanted to share. But we realized that now we just talk and we realized that the more we share, the more we know helps other people and we get more feedback about that because then people feel that they can talk about those things so we've become a lot more sure about our own voices in this process and i and i have felt a lot of growth over that time um in terms of what we have shared and talked about over um, this past year
0: yeah i would say one thing that um I have learned is so important is like what is filling your cup and what is emptying your cup and I just always leave these sessions with Alyssa feeling like my cup is so full um and I just feel like better having you know talked to her that day or whatever and so I'm, I'm so happy that we've been able to share all of that with you guys and yeah let's keep going woohoo
1: yeah. So let's talk a little bit about... First of all, let's talk about some of the the learnings we've had over the last year, and then we'll get into what our plans are for 2021. But we've had a few. And I think one of the biggest things that we learned this year is that you don't have to follow what anybody else is doing. And when we first started this, we were encouraged, I suppose. Um, to be every week, um, we needed to have a podcast every single week, and in order to gain traction or to gain a community, and blah blah blah. And we quickly realized that that just was not feasible, both from our schedules and from a budget perspective, uh, because it costs money to produce these and. It's just, it, it just isn't feasible to to look at doing it weekly. So we have actually found a really good space every other week. We, we have good people tuning in, but that was just sort of the first learning is that just because people say that this is how it needs to be done for a podcast doesn't necessarily mean it's true.
0: No, exactly. And that goes hand in hand too for your topic and what you want to talk about. Definitely you want to think about, you know, what are people going to want to hear? Who are you targeting? That kind of stuff, obviously, like general marketing 101. But at the same time, it should be something that you're passionate about and that you're going to want to do because you will spend a lot of time doing it. Um, And if you choose to edit all your own casts and stuff, um, you're going to be spending even more time doing it. So choosing something purposeful and that you're passionate about is really important. And don't worry about going with the status quo. Like you don't have to be like everybody else and you shouldn't be because otherwise you're probably not going to get as many listeners, honestly.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's one of the learnings that I've seen over this past year with the feedback that we get that, well, people love our guests and we all, we have amazing guests and we are so thankful for the people who come on our podcast to talk about their own stories we get such great feedback when it's just the two of us, just talking about uh, dating or or being entrepreneurs or the struggles we have with a business. And I, I think that gets back to what I said earlier about just finding our own voices and being more open and vulnerable um, through this through this podcast. It, it kind of becomes a bit of a therapy for us too. Um, but we we did find um, we did find our own groove, probably. Um, halfway through the year, I think. If you go back and listen to older casts, you'll probably discover that we're probably a little more stiff because it does take a little bit of uh, time. Loosening up. <laughs> yes, you do have to sort of find uh, your own sort of comfort level with, with chatting. Because you do, it is kind of weird because it is just two friends chatting or or, a, or two friends and a guest chatting. But at the beginning, even especially with our guests, we were a lot more uh, stiff, I think. And we were a lot more mm-hmm. cognizant of the types of questions we would ask them because we didn't want feel that we were delving into things but now you'll find that if you if you listen to newer casts that our guests are more comfortable because we've made them more comfortable so that is one thing that I would I would say to people too and um and that's the thing too like the podcast landscape everybody thinks oh it's so saturated and yet yeah, it isn't no not at all you have a story and you have a voice and you have something interesting to say you will find an audience. Like not everybody needs to be Tim Ferriss and Dax Shepard, obviously, and getting millions of downloads. But if you have a community and you have, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner and you have industry knowledge and you have things to say about your sector and the things that, that people can learn from, do it. It's not... It's not overly complicated to get set up. I mean, you don't need expensive equipment. You don't need all the fancy microphones that people have off Amazon. In fact, we don't even use microphones anymore because we're on Zoom. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna edit them yourself, like we don't. We found that that wasn't our forte, so we hire a great producer, Alex, to edit and um, upload these uh, shows for us. But if you're doing it yourself, like just get. Um, you can use GarageBand on your iMac or. Or any of the simple editing software, and, and do it yourself. Like the whole purpose of podcasts is that they're not supposed to be overly produced and structured. They're supposed to be conversations. They're supposed to be kind of grassrootsy and all that kind of stuff. So don't feel that you need to like have everything in place and have this big sort of production budget and all these bells and whistles to start a podcast. You just don't. Just start talking.
0: Absolutely. And Alyssa and I will link to a couple of our favorite editing softwares that we really like um, in the show notes, as well as to Alex, who is a Calgary, well, an Alberta-based producer, but he actually works with... um, His team is kind of all over the map. uh, And so he definitely works with clients all over the map. So he is amazing. And honestly, for Alyssa and I, it was kind of like starting another business. It was like, well do we have to sink money into this? Do we want to sink money into this? Is it going anywhere? Like what are, what are, what's our plan for this? Is it just a fun outlet or is it something else like another revenue stream for us? And we kind of just landed on that. It was something again, that filled us up, that expanded us, that made us happy. So, you know, but we, at the same time, we are both like, you know, pretty busy. So we decided to invest in Alex to allow us to kind of continue with our normal schedules and, um and it's been a really good investment thus far. He's been an invaluable help to us as well.
1: But um we actually have a, we have a, actually have an episode with Alex. So if yeah. wants to go hear from Alex, go search back in our episodes and you can get all the all the insider info on uh starting a cast and, and working with a producer from Alex because he's the best.
0: He is, he is. But it's so funny. I don't know. Um we there's actually a cast that we'll probably upload sooner rather than later that we've never published, and it was our first ever. Cast that we oh did God. together. <laughs> oh, so bad! We're totally going to upload it sooner rather than later. But what I want to do now is just kind of go back in time for a minute and remind Alyssa that we were two very clueless Zoolander-like individuals in the Calgary Public Library, wow. trying to figure out how to do this. And I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the production equipment that you. Will need to start a podcast, but so when Alyssa got and I got started, we decided to utilize the the library to to do our podcast. And I remember we got in there because
1: they have a podcast recording. Yes, they studio. have a they have a podcast at the downtown at the downtown yeah. library. Yes. There's a couple
0: of them actually in Calgary that you could yeah. utilize. But it was interesting to us. We just we kind of assumed that that recording equipment was really expensive, and it's not. So that's yeah. kind of uh, myth number one. Um when we got to the library it was actually really difficult to figure out the setup and the staff. and no one at the library knew anything no because it's no. A, it was a newer location last yep. like they had just opened but regardless i'm so happy we didn't move forward with that plan because when covid happened we would never have been able to go to the library to tape our cast so what we did was when we hired alex alex actually will give you a rundown of equipment you can buy on through walmart or amazon wherever i think we what do we spend like 300 bucks
1: yeah if that even i mean i I, and a few of the things we actually sold later on because we realized they weren't um uh pertinent i mean so right now that's in our podcast kit that we don't use because again we're on zoom but in our little podcast um we have these little steamer um carry cases which are kind of (laughs) cute yeah they're Um, all what's in them is two microphones and i think the microphones they're audio plus or whatever they are um they were like 30 dollars on amazon you do not need those like fancy um the ones you see everybody using that look like old-fashioned but are like kind of the high-end cool you don't need those we have two microphones we have a a sound a little mini soundboard um to a mixer yeah and we have the um, adapter to be able to plug in the computer and um, the microphones and stuff. And that's it. And yeah. basically, and then right now they're it's sitting um, with dust because we don't use them. Um, We're just doing everything on zoom right now on zoom. Um, yeah. But yeah, you don't need to spend. Yeah. I think all in, it would probably was a little under $300. And then we ended up selling, um, I forget what we ended up selling, but we ended up getting like $100 back because we sold some of the components that we realized we didn't need. But yeah, you don't need to sink a whole lot of money into this. And especially right off the bat, if you want to do your own editing and you don't want to invest in a producer, you don't have to do, um, really invest anything but your own time. And I will say getting into time, it is way more time consuming than you imagine it is. So you really have to A, love it, uh, A, and B, consistently want to share topics and stories and all that kind of stuff we use a google doc to sort out our episodes and what we want to talk about guests we want to pitch um people we for people we want to have on the podcast things um like that to keep ourselves organized i mean we basically came up we basically did a marketing plan and and a semi-business plan that we would do for our own businesses for the podcast because ladies who launch has to have its own branding has to have its own budget it has to have its own um like existence outside of our um, own business brand so we have that all separate in terms of money that we may be paying for advertising or um and obviously paying for our production those sorts of things um we just did a rebrand because um that's another thing you have to think about that what you what you started out as is maybe not what it becomes and we realized like we sort of threw together a brand and all of that at the beginning just to sort of be able to have something to launch on apple um and spotify but it didn't reflect us and it wasn't it didn't feel right and so we did a whole rebrand and then that comes into play of what that looks like moving forward and our new messaging and 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 taglines and all that kind of stuff Um, and also like speaking of Apple and Spotify and all of that, that takes longer than you imagine it does. So don't think that you can like record a podcast and submit it to Apple and it's going to be up. Like the the approval process for Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all of that takes a while. You have to submit your applications. And it. I think it took three, three or so weeks. Um, yes. Alex did those for us because again, we are not... That savvy in that area, so he did all the applications. You do have to apply to be a podcast on the um, major networks. You just can't, you just don't get to upload there. So they have to approve you. They have to look at your um, podcast uh, descriptor and what you're talking about, all that stuff, and make sure that you're not cuckoo bananas. And then you get approved. So we had, I think, two or three episodes already recorded before that time, including a sort of coming soon episode that we could um, post so that when we got approved um, on those on those platforms that we had episodes already ready to go so that there wasn't a huge lag um, once we were approved to be on Apple and Spotify and such.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like starting a blog. You want to have content in the bag before you launch. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you want to have kind of set up is a plan on like where you're going to amplify your podcast. So for us... It was Instagram was kind of our main target audience, and then Alyssa has an amazing Twitter following, and she's very active on Twitter. I I'm not, so she pushes her stuff out on Twitter. I push a lot of my stuff out on LinkedIn and Facebook, um, but yeah, so just kind of collaborating to see how you're going to promote your podcast, whether or not you're going to need a landing page or a website, and whether or not that's actually necessary. For us, it's not. We have like a Ladies Who Launch Pod Gmail account that we kind of separate from everything else. Um, but for the most part, we communicate with followers and such, uh, with direct message on Instagram, but you'll want to definitely think about that stuff as well. Um, and then if I can find the file, I'm, and i I, know I have it. We will definitely post our first episode at some point. Stop! I listened to stop. it in the car the other day. I have it no. on my phone. Yes. It's, it's in my iTunes. I just have to figure out how to pull it and get, give it I don't even, I
1: don't even think I have it. Like, honestly, oh, I saved it because it's, oh, of course I, you did. I, yeah. Like, it is know. so, I, um, yeah, I don't even know if I want to hear it, but I guess it's if we launch so it, i just listen. Oh, it is, cute. yeah, we were adorable. I mean, it's funny how in a year you like look back on yourself, you're like, oh, that was adorable. But um, how much we've learned. We still, I mean, let's be honest, it's a year. We still have a ton to learn. We have a lot of bigger plans for ladies who launch. Uh, so keep an eye out for some of the Tons things of that we have plans. Um, planned. Because we realize that this platform for us is is both therapeutic on one hand because we get to talk about things that um, are affecting us in our business and our personal lives but we also know that we're making a difference in the listeners and who because we get the comments back uh in terms of getting recognized and people feeling that oh thank god you talked about that or i didn't think about that and um and it also i mean just from an ego and a business perspective it It gives us cachet that we didn't have before. I will say that um, in the past month, I have been approached twice. Because if you have Clubhouse, which is the newest sort of app that is only for iPhone users, which I don't know why, but that is. um, I've been approached twice by people um, off of Clubhouse because on my Clubhouse um, bio, it says that I host a podcast and Ladies Who Launch... uh, to that, that they found my podcast through my bio and they're like, Hey, would you be interested on in being on our podcast? And so that's I know awesome. crazy, right? Not that that's happened. I mean, they've just approached me. I haven't said one way or the other, but yeah. it's interesting how having this other outlet for yourself also elevates your own personal brand, um, from a, from a business and personal perspective. So keep that in mind as well. Yes. In terms of what you want, um, from a podcast, if you're interested in starting one, that there has to be a purpose. And there has to be a, you have to know that it's a long-term goal. Like, I mean, you can't just put out a few episodes and think, oh, yay, I'm a podcaster. It's a, yeah. It's a grind for the long run. Yes. Yeah. So you have to love it.
0: But that being said, if you guys have any questions uh, for us that you want us to talk about in the Q&A, uh, like I say, it's not for another week and a half. So DM us on Instagram at Ladies Who Launch Pod, or you can email us at ladieswholaunchpod at gmail.com. Probably best to just do Instagram though. So again, it's Ladies Who Launch Pod on Instagram. Just send us a direct message with any of your questions, and give us a follow, subscribe, um, yeah, and uh, throw through those questions so that we can answer them in our Q and A. Yeah, And if there's enough questions, maybe we'll do a second episode for you guys.
1: Uh, Other than that, yeah. Alyssa, what are you reading these days? Oh, what am I reading? Um, I have a few things on the go. Like right now, because of summer and yesterday, I was just reading um, basic trash fiction, which I always love, (laughs) chiclet trash fiction, trash fiction. Um, But I have a couple business books on the go. I always have a few. Um, I was fine with business books. I mean, maybe I'm the only one, but I, ver- I just sort of skim them. I never get into business books. I sort of like flip through chapters and kind of get key points because I mean, they're never good. They're never, they're never like engrossing that you're going to finish a book. But right now, um, I am reading, well, I'm reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I mean, yes. Malcolm Gladwell's always a, a good great one. Great one. Yep. And, um, I'm, I'm sort of flipping through back and forth of Atomic Habits by James Clare. He's pretty good. Um, and I'm also reading a book by Gloria Steinem because feminism. Yes.
0: Amazing. Yes. Good. It's a good cross-section. I like and going of course to Alyssa's. <laughs> I like going to Alyssa's and rating her bookshelf. I have one from her right now that's on my docket called Brand Story eventually. But um, yeah, I was actually, I've, I've been reading um, Attached. I just finished Attached and it's all about attachment theory. Uh, so like whether you're an anxious attacher, avoided attacher, Really, really interesting stuff. Um, just finished reading that. One of my super, super good friends is proudly in a polyamorous relationship and it has been so cool to, to watch her go oh. through it. So she was reading this book and she gave it to me. And anyways, maybe we can talk a little bit more about that on another episode. But yeah, so really great book there. And then I'm also reading um, the the 80-Minute MBA. So everything that you... Don't need to go to
1: business school for in in a book. <laughs> see that's <laughs> see that's valuable. <laughs> yeah, save your thirty thousand dollars on your yeah. MBA, get a book. Exactly, yeah. it's a great book. I'll lend it to you. Um,
0: okay. And then also in my solitude, I was reading a book called Solitude. <laughs> that's actually very good, um, and it just kind of teaches us. It talks a lot about um, the trend around how we have to constantly be connected and how technology is taking over. And there's parallels to a, like a a prisoner of war who for years had to make her own kind of world um, up in her head because she was locked in like a four by four room. um, Maybe a little bigger than that, but anyways, really great book as well for people who are struggling with being alone, really puts things into perspective. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's always tons of, uh, great books. I mean, that's another thing too. If you have good book recommendations, we are always on the, on the look for whether it's business books or fiction or biographies, all that kind of stuff. Send us, um, send them your book recommendations to us on Instagram and, uh, we may share them, um, if we like them.
0: <laughs> if we, well, like if, them. if we, no. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, thanks guys. We'll see you next time. And we'll see you on the 14th for the live Q and a.
1: Thanks for tuning in. We so appreciate it. And uh, here's to an awesome 2021. Yes. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.